गाइज वेलकम टू येट एनदर एपिसोड ऑफ पॉडकास्ट अनफिल्टर्ड विच इज ए कास्ट वर्क ओरिजिनल शो दिस इज द पॉडकास्ट फॉर यू इफ यू आर इंटरेस्टेड इन इन साइडर स्टोरीज ऑफ पॉडकास्ट एंड अमेजिंग पॉडकास्टर्स आई एम ए होस्ट विजय गौतम एंड आई वुड लाइक टू थैंक यू फॉर ज्वाइनिंग मी एज वी ब्रिंग यू एवरीथिंग दैट गोज बिहाइंड द करटन्स टू पुट टूगेदर ए पॉडकास्ट Today I'm chatting with Padma Priya from Suno India. Suno India is a podcast platform on issues that matters. Their first podcast, Dear Pari, has discussed on different topics around adoption and has gained wide accolade. Suno India within very short span of time have been able to release five podcasts under their network on topics ranging from election to rare diseases. I invited Padma to chat about how they got into podcasting and what fascinates Padma about this media and raising social issues on podcast. I have thoroughly enjoyed having this conversation with Padma. Let's dive into this. All right, I'm here with Padma Priya from Suno India. Padma, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be part of your show, Vijay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to have you on the show and we have met a couple of times now. Yes. And uh I'm always intrigued by the passion that you guys have for the podcast and the way you are working to make the podcasting industry in India grow uh by the kind of podcast that you are bringing which is absolutely amazing job that you uh, and your team are doing. So now having you here and chatting about how you guys do this and how you got into this is uh, definitely something that i always look for in this podcast so now let's uh, talk about the origin story of your podcasting journey how did you got into podcasting or how did you get fascinated by podcasting okay so uh, i think we all have so there are four people who are part of the suno india team so it's me rakesh um who is the production lead and tarun who is our digital lead and kunika who is a communication officer three the uh, founders i think between the three of us we've always been very intrigued with um you know telling stories like we one love to talk and we love to tell stories about things that we've experienced things that we have seen um and i think a few years ago when the serial movement happened in the podcasting world um lot i think like we were really hooked to the idea of audio storytelling and we realized that you know this is something that we should definitely try getting into so the The origin story of Sino India actually started 2 years back. Um the idea germinated 2 years back. Um mm-hmm. we went ahead and booked our domain name and everything but since we all of us <laughs> were in full yeah since all of yeah. us were in full time jobs mm-hmm. it was just not easy for us to sort of navigate a full time job and then you know try to do this. I um, can understand that. Right. So you you get that. So we we sort of were like okay let's let's do this. Um and I think the opportune time sort of clicked um last year around June. when uh, we went ahead and started work on the suno india platform itself you know i i sort of left my full time job and okay. you know i began freelancing again as a journalist and as a communication person and i thought okay this is the time that you know i should now use the time that i have at hand to start building on this dream of suno india and uh, so we we started work on it and we decided to start the journey with our own personal story of adoption um so yeah that's in in very short the origin story of of suno india um mm-hmm. you know an idea that sort of germinated 2 2 and a half years ago which sort of came alive last year 
Yeah. So when you say our personal story mm-hmm. of uh, adoption, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Uh, share a bit of your personal story if you feel like sharing with the a- audience. Absolutely. Uh, so Rakesh and I adopted our daughter three years ago, and uh, it's been a very, very beautiful journey, a very magical one. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the midst of all that, we also realize that there is a lot of stigma and there's a lot of things that are unspoken about adoption in India. Um, there is also a lot of falsehood and a lot of myths linked to adoption in India. You know, so there is a lot of feeling that, um, you know, an adopted child can never be like your own child. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, and there are a lot of parents who do worry about how their friends and family will react if they know that they have adopted. So it's it's a, actually a very uh, multi-pronged problem and it's actually a societal problem because of the way you also perceive, in you know, couples who are infertile or couples who choose to adopt. So... For instance, we were asked if we were doing this for charity um, mm-hmm. because we'd been in the NGO sector for so long. People just assume that we were doing this out of, you know, giving back to society or out of charity. And no one really understood the concept of adoption. And I think, um, and then we, we started speaking to other couples. We were being connected by our friends to other couples who were also adopting. And we were helping a lot of people, like guiding them through the process and everything. And I think this was like a point, like sometime around June last year when Rakesh and I thought, okay, you know what, let's just start a podcast around this. Let's talk to the people, um, not just people who are adopting, who have adopted, but also the larger society as a whole about answering some of their unasked questions, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll tell you like one of the most common questions that we've got in the last three years is, will you tell your daughter? Um, And then when we say yes, they're usually very surprised and they will be like, but why do you have to tell her? You can as well hide it. And, you know, so there are a lot of complexities around it. And we figured, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's do a podcast around this. Um, And so that's how we launched Dear Pari, which is uh, India's first podcast on adoption on Suno India. Absolutely. Um, That one is really amazing. Thank you so much. And we have like nine to 10 episodes out. We are also going to be bringing out a couple more episodes as part of season two um, mm-hmm. in a few months time. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how our podcasting journey got so, kicked off. Yeah, essentially, we're trying to solve the kind of problem that you were facing yourselves, or maybe the kind of questions yes. that people kept asking you and you tried to find those answers for yourself at the same time, uh, you know, meeting out other experts and talking to people who already went through that situation, how they are dealing with those kind of stigmas that you wanted to try, that you guys were trying to solve, right? Yes, absolutely. I think think we learned a lot through the making of the podcast itself. And we met like a, you know, we met some incredible people. And I think most importantly, um, we feel like we've given something concrete to a growing community of people who want to adopt. Like, I think some of the best reactions have been from listeners saying that, you know, after we heard this, we, you know, we've realized um, that we should not use the word adopt loosely or uh, that we shouldn't, you know, for instance, the most commonly used term that all of us are guilty of using is like telling our sibling, oh, you were actually adopted, you know? Oh, yes. So yes. I think all, all of us, all of us, that in yeah, in our life. right. And I think this is like the most commonly used phrase that you'll also hear in like short films in ads. It's It's just incredible how deep rooted that uh, misconception and that stigma is and I think yeah I think uh, you guys have done something on social media that has uh, got uh, some attention of the some media or something uh, if I can remember correctly oh yes yeah I think uh, you're talking about are you talking about the BuzzFeed episode 
yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, that was that was a bit unfortunate uh, because I don't know. I somehow for ex- them. <laughs> yeah, for them, and also yes, you know, yeah. you somehow expect uh, better standards from a. Uh, you know, media yeah, also, yes, exactly. Absolutely. And from a fairly young team of people, right? But then, yeah, I mean, I then I, I figured, you know, I reflected a bit on that episode. And I realized that when mainstream movies can go ahead and do it so callously and blatantly, you know, kaha pe, where am I going to hold someone like BuzzFeed responsible, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, so these are the kind of things that we sort of have spoken and we are trying to tackle through the podcast itself. Brilliant. So um, that idea was there and then you wanted to do something about mm-hmm. the issue that was really close to your heart and something that you were, yourself were going through that. So uh, walk us through the process on how you came out with the format that you have chosen for the Dear Puri because it's really appropriate the way you have collected the stories and narrated that, them down. So where was the idea of choosing that particular format for this podcast came out? Sure. So, um, so initially, Rakesh and I thought we'll do it like a conversation style, you know, between me and him and also like, you know, with experts. Um, and then when we look, while in the middle of planning this, I had attended this really um, incredible workshop that was organized by Google and, uh, um, you know, a- and another group. So uh, we it was on digital storytelling. And uh, I think I, I learned a lot from that workshop. So this is something that I do. I do you know, I, I don't think that I know it all. And as and when I get an opportunity, I attend as many things, as many workshops as I can. And I think this digital storytelling workshop sort of helped me get into the groove of how do you plan a story really well? Um, and so that sort of that workshop helped me. So in terms of the process, what we thought of was that we will, so we chose themes. Um, so for instance, our first episode is titled Homecoming. And we one of the themes that we address in, in that is about patience. So, you know, there is a lot of wait time uh, now for parents who want to adopt. You have to wait at least two years before you can actually bring a child home. Um, so we, we decided we will choose themes. We'll choose themes per episode and we'll work the story around it. And uh, and we thought we will keep our story running through all the episodes. So um, you, you heard our episodes, right? So we, we started with, you know, as, as if you're telling the story to our daughter because... Yeah. Literally, that's what we were trying to do. You know, we uh, also want at some point our daughter to grow up and listen to it. So every episode sort of starts with Dear Pari, you know, and and we go into sort of addressing that issue. So in terms of the planning, we we sort of charted down all the issues that we wanted to cover uh, linked to the topic itself. So essentially the subtopics around adoption. So for instance, we chose one on patience, one, one was on stigma. Um, there was an episode completely on the law of it, on the law and how do you adopt. And, you know, this was an interview with the chief of CARA, which is the regulatory authority um, in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially that's how. And then we were very, very clear that this will not just have us parents talking, but will also include the voices of those who, who have been adopted. And that's how we have an episode titled Adoptee Speak. And then we had another episode on... Um, um, yeah, on, on how do you disclose to your child on the importance of identity. So essentially, we took broad themes. And when we would do interviews with experts, we would make sure that there were all these topics were getting covered in those conversations. Hmm. And uh, so you would release 10 episodes. So you worked on the, uh, so the process essentially looked like you collected all of those stories yeah. and then tried and fit in uh, to those themes. 
right? So rather than working on an episode episode basis, but yeah. you decided the different themes and wherever those stories were relevant, then you tried and fit on those uh, uh, particular episodes. Well, in the sense, we actually reached out to people according to the theme. So, for instance, okay. um, you know, I knew somebody who's been waiting for a really long time to adopt, and she's still waiting, you know, to bring her child home. So her, we put her in the first episode, you know, of homecoming, you know, of the wait time on how to deal with it. Um, similarly, we, um, you know, when we when we were very sure we wanted to do an episode around adoptees, we put out a call saying, if you are an adoptee in India who has been adopted, please reach out to us. We would really like to talk to you and give, you know, give you a voice. And actually, that's how we got both our adoptees, you know, because we put out a call through Facebook. We were at the, we, you know, through our page. Um two people reached out to us and that's how we recorded them um you know in the episode so uh, in the sense i think we what really helped us um with dear pari and now this is a process that we are now following is that we are very clear about okay these are the themes and these are the issue um issues that we want to bring out the episodes on and then we reach out to resource people i think the toughest for dear pari to bring a resource person and literally we found her uh maybe like two or three days before that episode was going to go live was the last episode <laughs> with the with the biological mother you know um it's called closing the triad and it was so difficult for us and i think we spent like close to 3 three and a half months or four months even looking for um you know getting one biological mother or even a parent who would be willing to come on record and speak to us and so in between we spoke to quite a few people um but of course you know because it's such a sensitive topic not everybody was willing to come on record and True. share their experiences um but this was like you know so i found a lead and i was following up with her and literally 3 days before the episode was going to go live and you know we were closing our season and our year with that episode uh we recorded her episode and uh, i think that's one of our most listened episode too you know apart from episode 1 So yeah I think I think there was some method to the madness <laughs> as mm, I would call yeah, it true. um and that really helped us just having those thematic having it planned out as themes um laying it down thinking okay these are the people who would perhaps be good or the kind of people who would be good for this episode sort of helped us out hmm. so um padma you know a uh, few moment back you have said you have learned a lot through producing this podcast not only about the uh podcasting and planning but also about the stigma around you know adoption and all of that and also it definitely has uh, started the kind of conversation around the adoption community and people uh, have started talking about that right after the podcast happened mm-hmm. but how this podcast has changed you uh, and you know rakesh is parents of adoptive child first has it changed if it and how has it changed I think we went in uh, with a lot of information ourselves um you know um, we we had been very proactively reading up uh, and following a lot of sites where you hear children who have been adopted writing you know once they become adults sharing their experiences but I think um, the way it changes is is I think one it has made us much much more empathetic towards the um towards the biological family itself um i i can you know there's this constant now like if i see anybody saying you know i know this mother or i know this family who wants to give up their child i actually you know i am actually there in the groups telling them can you find out why if it's a financial crisis um let's try and figure out how we can help them get through it because 
I think like one of the episodes um, and I think that was the toughest episode Vijay that I did and toughest conversation I would say was with this um, adult adoptee um, and he's he's an activist he's an anti-trafficking expert child trafficking expert called Arundol and I think uh, that has to be one of the toughest conversations that I've had as a parent of a child who of an adopted child um, but that episode gave me so much perspective also in understanding the kind of trauma um, that, say, the biological family goes through, or also just understanding that all is not well within the way adoptions happen in India. You know, there is still a lot of grey zone. There are still a lot of there's still a lot of trafficking happening. A lot of times that children are being kidnapped and then trafficked and then you know being circulated into the adoption community. I think for both Rakesh and me, that episode was really stark. Like I remember. At one at one point during that conversation, I was really tearing up, and I was like, "So what can I do? Like, what can I do now as an adopted mother? Like, how do I like? For instance, I acknowledge the fact that I will never know the true story of where my child came from, um, and when she grows up and when she asks for those answers, I will not have those answers to give. And um, yeah, I think for us, for both Rakesh and me, that episode really stood out. You know, that just made us realize. Uh, that these are conversations that need to be had that uh, adoption is cannot be the only resort of child care um, and so i think we we learned a lot about understanding what child care really means and also in terms of rights of children and i think again that's a conversation that we will not have on our day to day basis basis in our you know in our living rooms um, you don't talk about child rights right but when even when you're talking about an issue like adoption it is actually a conversation about child rights um so yeah i think i think that's how it changed us i think it's just made us much more empathetic and much more aware of how um of how deep this issue in itself is yeah absolutely the reason i asked you that question is i wanted to connect you know how much we can learn ourselves and what kind of changes just starting a podcast can bring in our own life, right? So when I started the inspiring talk, that was the purpose to start the show. I wanted to get into the mindset of the successful people and how they think, uh, you know, and uh, the one thing that I always keep saying is I'm not sure if the show has impacted anyone's life or inspired anyone, but it definitely has inspired me or I'm the person who is most inspired by my own show and the kind of conversation that I have on the show because you get to know a lot of amazing stories that you never imagined you know that existed out there yeah um so now uh let's talk a bit about uh the platform that you are trying to build dear pari was one of the mm-hmm. first podcasts that you worked upon and it was really successful uh in that sense uh, because you have also raised the bar for the indian podcast by the production quality and uh introducing a new format which very few podcasts in india are doing right so now uh, you have recently launched a new podcast called evm right so and again uh, so you are looking at producing the podcast on different topics that matters right on the social uh, you know issues and all of that so what's the thought behind that or how did those things shape up for you guys um so like i said when the idea germinated uh, two years ago we were very clear that if we do ever start a podcast platform uh, if when if and when we start suno india it will be 
solely focused on social issues and i think it partly comes because all three of us have worked in the public um, space or in the development sector a lot i've spent um, close to 5 years in the public health space rakesh works in the you know climate change policy space tarun again was my colleague um, from the public health space um and i think we we three are you know like a lot of people think that we are a bit mad but we three just have a similar sort of viewpoint that having conversations having dialogues around certain issues can actually make a lot of change um and we also came from a space where um, we were just so done with television like tv news especially and we realized that there was so much shouting and screaming happening and there was no legit conversations happening around an issue so half the time the anchors are just shouting you down or you know when a topic is taken it's not being looked at in a comprehensive manner which is i feel a bit unfair to say a listener a viewer or a reader like and um, and so we thought okay you know we'll do this in the social issue space and so that's how we started the platform in itself and the thought process is is like i said we we really believe that dialogue is key to understanding a lot of issues having an open mind is really really key to um towards development in itself you know towards actually developing the 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 society around you and until that time those conversations don't happen development won't happen i and we truly believe that um so yeah that's essentially the thought behind uh trying to focus um and do and have a platform dedicated to issues that are difficult to you know difficult to navigate otherwise in the podcasting space or and i know and we know we're creating niches like we we don't want to target everybody you know we of course want people Absolutely. as many people who you know as many people as they can to come on our platform of course everybody wants that but at the end of the day say out of the you know 12000 15000 people who've heard dear pari even if we've managed to change the viewpoints of say 200 people that's good mm. for us you know because yeah. those 200 people will go and speak to three other people that's 600 people so True. essentially yeah that's essentially what we are aiming for in in that sense yeah i absolutely loved and i think uh, the purpose of the podcast is for reaching out to those niche audience and whatever segment it is right and it's always better to have those targeted audience and on the certain issues is something that you are picking up uh which is really really good and for example the latest one that you are working on is every vote matters to raise awareness uh amongst the voters right yes so yeah great so um another thing that i would like to understand you from is in terms of marketing efforts and i'm sure um you know a lot of work needs to happen to produce the kind of podcast that you are producing because there is a lot of research that need to happen you have to find the experts and record and post production also takes a lot of time for the yeah. uh, narration based podcast right so uh, after that like what kind of marketing efforts have you done for the dear pari or uh, and if there is something that you found uh, that has worked really well versus something that hasn't worked in your experience um frankly in terms of marketing efforts it's been fairly limited i mean you know how much marketing we did it's 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 mainly been on social media and uh, trying to spread the word through friends and family um what really worked for us was um you know like people in the media circle noticing it and writing about it i think that really helped us uh, with 
you know like hindu did this really wonderful article on the deepari podcast and that really helped us a lot and even before the hindu i had done this um, radio interview with a host uh, with an internet radio channel and uh, that was my first one around deepari and this was just fairly a few days before the podcast was launched and that initially gathered uh, a few people coming to our page and liking it um but i think really like i think a these are the kind of things that really helped us where word of mouth was was very very critical and key for us um getting people to listen to it and say write a review for us or ask them to share it with a review um you know spread the word within their circles uh, we had a lot of people who wrote to us saying we heard about your podcast through xyz and it's it's great and you know can we connect with you to understand more and and so on and the other thing that really worked for us has been the facebook groups um we are part of a lot of adoption groups and uh, so we actually um you know talked a lot about the podcast so we would go ahead we'd go and put a lot of you know every episode before it's launched we would tell we would tell people to you know write into us um and uh, so yeah i think this these are some of the things that worked and then we also briefly collaborated with the logical indian um on on this so they really liked the deepari concept and they and we, they reached out and we collaborated with them wherein we would have uh, people writing in uh, blog posts for our blog and also for the logical indian blog post and i think that sort of led the community to sort of uh, you know you know they got really enthused by it and uh, we got a lot of like i said like i'm i have made some really good friends now yeah. just through the making of deepari Yeah, um, so in terms of marketing efforts this is this is pretty much what we did where we um, banged on frankly we just banged on the kind of content we were putting on and hoping that people would notice and listen to it and talk about it and that really worked for us yeah uh, great and i think uh, getting media attention is uh, something like everybody you know expect for the work that they are doing and i think uh, so now i want to ask you this question maybe uh, because you also come from the uh, journalism you know background mm-hmm. and you being a journalist and you also still do that as a freelancer so for the podcasters out there who are trying to get media attention for their podcast is there any specific way or the approach that you would like to recommend on how they can reach out to maybe local newspaper or maybe the national media uh, to do a cover on them any tips or any uh, approach that you would like to share uh, for the podcasters Yeah I think in all fairness I'm not really the right person to answer this question because like I said I mean people, or maybe something that has worked for you yeah, so like I said like people only reached out to me after the first episode was launched like I'm obviously from the media and you know um but I never I didn't really reach out to anybody saying please write about it you know I've had people who listened and said hey we we would really like to write about this initiative do a story around it um so yeah, my maybe for your podcast uh, because your friends were sure. in the so, journalism and you know on the yeah, same sector so I think, they noticed right for uh, uh, for the normal podcast i think like yeah journalists would be noticing the podcast my my one really good advice is that be on twitter there are quite a few journalists who are writing about podcast reviewing podcast um follow those journalists um you know once you start you know release a couple of episodes reach out to them tell them hey would you be interested in listening to the, to our podcast and reviewing it or even just giving us feedback you know um i think that's just a great way to build rapport like using twitter to reach out to journalists is one fantastic way to do it um the other thing to do it is um 
I, I would think like if you know you can actually reach out to the local media um, through an email like drop an email saying hey I'm so and so and I'm doing this podcast on say design or on architecture or whatever is the topic and tell them why you think it's uh, it it be a good story to write about you know or so I think just or and if you also have interesting guests coming on your show um, make sure that they're tweeting about it make sure that they are also. sort of sending it very subtly to their media friends um or you know to the to their media networks but i think just being out there on social media reaching out to people tagging them in relevant conversations would really help a lot it's really helped me also i'm i mean i know i'm from the media background but i'm not really good at um, reaching out to people and saying uh, you know hey would you you know can you write about this um i i find it very odd because even though you know this is essentially what i was doing for the organization i worked was where i was literally pitching the organization putting making it the face um but when it actually comes to my own stuff i'm really bad at it but uh, i think what has really helped us as suno india is just being active on twitter and reaching out to people who we know are writing about it um are speaking about podcasts um are listening to podcasts so yeah that would be my biggest tip frankly Awesome. So now you are coming with a new podcast, and uh, I think you have recently launched a new podcast on storytelling as well. Yeah. Uh, so would you like to briefly talk about sure. what these projects are, and uh, also the future plans, or any other podcast that you guys are looking at producing? Absolutely. So yeah, we've launched uh, one which is Every Word Matters, as you already mentioned. So this podcast is actually in collaboration with Factly. Um, it's a data journalism website, and uh, they do some incredible. Uh, uh, incredible work using publicly available information um and this is going to be an 8 9 episode series and uh, we will be launching an episode soon i think in 3 4 days um and uh, it's it's going to cover um the length and breadth of of why people should vote from and also sort of t- telling people what happens behind the planning of an election so understanding what modal code of conduct is um understanding why there are such less women in the, you know women representation is so low like what are the reasons behind it is it just patriarchy or is there more to it um and like and we we would also have an interesting episode on political funding i think uh, many people would be interested in listening into that so yeah that's the podcast that we have uh, that's currently ongoing and today we launched our uh, our first telugu podcast and it's also a po- our first podcast for children oh, congratulations on that thank you and it's uh, it's called uh, ishwari stories uh, and in telugu it's actually katha chappava amma which is basically uh, will you tell me a story grandma uh, oh. the literal translation um and this podcast is actually being um, uh, produ- i mean being made by my mother who writes her own telugu stories and she's published like she's authored and published uh, four th- uh, books for children um beautiful yeah and she uh, so my mom was a telugu teacher and a social studies teacher for many many years for almost over two decades and uh, she got into the writing space you know last year an year and a half ago and she says it's partly inspired by both her granddaughters and uh, so she's so her stories revolve around um you know why we should protect our nature why we should take care of our environment and the role of every little small being in the nature so yeah i mean it's it's up on our website it's also on castbox so yeah please go and listen to it and tell us what you think um and in terms of our upcoming podcast so we have a couple of exciting things coming up 
uh, one podcast will be on um, on rare diseases and the policy around it so the conversations around rare diseases a disability and uh, policy and the government's role around it it's again very niche um and this will be led by uh, by someone else like it will be hosted by uh, avantika and she she works in the policy and research space and she has been a journalist herself and uh, we hope to be launching it maybe next month uh, we're sort of in the production phase right now um couple others are there but i really don't want to tell now because they're still in the you know pre confirmation stage as mm. i call it so yeah sure yeah also you know you are doing a lot of podcast and uh, one of the things that uh, indian podcasters especially are struggling with the monetization phase right so where do you see the opportunity of monetization for the podcast or uh, because for some of the podcast you have partnered with some of the organizations which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense uh, you know to uh, get those partners on board but other than that are there any other ways that you are looking at or tapping into um you know monetizing uh for example i have seen you guys uh, on patreon but mm. even though i mean it's just a small amount but yeah. i have seen some good things happening over there which is a good sign so any uh, thing that you'd like to share on those aspect yeah i think in terms of monetization uh, for suno india especially i can tell you that i think we still we still growing and um but we do hope that in the next few months we would be able to reach out to people to one either fund our work or to you know advertise with us um or say partner with us and help us bring out more shows i think that's sort of the way we are looking at and the other thing is that you know of course like you said we have a patreon account but we are also hoping to start um a way to sort of like have people contribute directly either um through our website or through an app like castbox which has that you know that tipping sort of a thing so yeah. that's that's definitely uh, things that we are looking into um but i think the way forward um for us we are looking at is more in terms of collaborations and growing so we really are looking at collaborating more also with uh, with different organizations in the space and uh, seeing how we could sort of um support them with their podcasting efforts while mm. you know we also get really legit um, well researched content onto our platform so yeah I, i it's not in in that sense i think yeah for us as suno india we still have maybe a few more months to go before we actually begin monetizing but mm. the only thing i can tell people who really want to get into podcasting is do it um and as long as and you wait for the best hope yeah. for the best yeah and also i feel like yeah. once people see that you're consistently putting content out there that's good and that's Super really high yes. quality i think they will come to you and i think we are just sort of at the cusp of say um indian uh, retailers and others marketers understanding how useful it is to mark you know to advertise with podcasters because just in terms of the shelf life is is so much more than say a radio or a tv or even print for that matter um you know so i think it's just a matter of time before you know podcasters uh will be approached or once they approach they won't be turned down um so just be at it that's my you know my mantra that i tell myself also every day when i wake up <laughs> great so now it's time for the rapid fire round let's do this sure so what my one podcast that you are hooked to recently Dirty John um by the Los Angeles Times oh my god such a fantastic oh, wow. podcast um 
yeah i'm yeah. just like hooked to it i mean i read the articles a few months back and uh, and then i saw that netflix did a show on it and i was like okay let me listen to the podcast so yeah i'm just like hooked to the podcast now and so yeah that's a great example by the way that was a podcast which had like over a million plus downloads mm-hmm. and uh, netflix has made an entire show out of it so true so one message to people looking to start their own podcast do i don't even think twice about it it's a little investment but i think um, if you have the passion for it if you love to talk if you love to new meet new people and if you just love doing all those things do it man i mean and it's such a democratic space and we need more podcasters so yeah get on board and yeah contact us at suno india yes awesome <laughs> one podcasting advice to podcasters be clear what you are trying to um, achieve from your podcast i think it's really good to sort of map out a goal in your mind um you know in in the sense okay so i want this podcast to say make an impact in for me for instance to make an impact in the adoption community space so you know just have that sort of a goal and i feel like everything else will fall in place one step on podcasting workflow you wish you could skip oh my god so many steps <laughs> <laughs> Um, Every, everything everything except for speaking and talking <laughs> <laughs> no i mean definitely the i mean for me like the toughest part is a marketing bit but then that's just me and you you can't run away from it so i don't mm. think there's any step that i can really skip frankly even if i want to so mm. yeah so one thing on podcasting workflow you love doing the most planning out the episodes i just love it like brainstorming with the people who are behind that podcast sitting and you know thinking okay how how would i like to listen to the story that's being told you know just that initial planning phase i think is my favorite hmm awesome so any tips you would like to give to podcasters on planning bit from your experience um try to cover all your bases um see if uh, you are also able to get out unique content that's not already out there i think that's really important um to see how can you be slightly different if not completely different if i was not podcasting i would be a journalist because of podcasting i have been able to i have been able to meet incredible people yeah i think that's yeah that's something that i have i'm very very thankful for Yeah awesome we have just come to an end of the uh rapid fire round so padma we have come to an end of this interview thank you so um, much so uh now last piece of message that you would like to give out to people listening to us yes so hey um if you want to know more about our podcast you can go to our website it's www.sunoindia.in and and you can also find all our podcasts on castbox um and i use a lot of a lot of apps podcasting apps but i definitely would highly recommend castbox app if you are into podcast i at- didn't pay patma to say it <laughs> no he did but genuinely i really think it's a it's a really good app um you can download you can listen to it later you know so you can listen to podcast offline by downloading so it's a pretty cool app go check it out um yeah so that's that i want to say at the end yeah guys make sure that you listen to dear pari and every vote matters and also if you understand telugu uh their new podcast uh you know all of these podcasts are available on castbox just go and find their podcast and also use the comment section to give them feedback so that they can 
improve or maybe they can feel happy about the kind of work that they are doing. Uh, all of their shows are available at CastBox. Uh, so thank you so much, Padma, for being on the show. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Vijay. Hey fellow podcasters and listeners, thank you for joining us today. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to Podcast Unfiltered on Castbox and send us your feedback by leaving a comment there. This podcast is a Castbox original show. Castbox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can get all your favorite podcast. It is where I consume all my podcast from and I'm sure you will love this too. Thanks again. I'll see you in the next.